The calendar has flipped to June, and you know what that means. It's time to start previewing the 2022-23 UNC basketball roster. And so that's what Coach Pat Kilby and I are going to do every Wednesday until we get all the way through the roster. And so we're going to start right from the fresh fish, the freshman. Coach Pat Kilby, who are we starting with? The big man from Gary, Indiana, Jalen Washington. Let's do it. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. Welcome in to the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. As always, I'm your host, Isaac Shade, beat writer for Sports Illustrated's All Tar Heels website. And as he does every Wednesday, Coach Pat Kilby is here joining me. And we want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please remember that we are free and available anywhere you get podcasts. So stop right now while you're listening. You don't even have to stop. Keep listening and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. Smash the like button so we know that you're here. Leave us a comment of that great content. Get right into it. A couple things out of the gate. Pack. Today is Wednesday and it's a weird day for me because I'm getting old. I mean, we're all getting older every single day, but uh, my son Paxton, same name as you for, we've never said this on the show, Pack is short for Paxton. And so today is my little man's last day of kindergarten. I can't believe that, but uh, here we are, man. Like what? It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's awesome though. You, you know, like you said, so... My son, Jameson, he's getting ready to start uh, pre-K in August. And so I, I feel that. Like, it, you know, we're all getting older every day, but some stuff just hits a little bit differently. <laughs> Dude, it, it really does, man. I Being a dad it has made me more emotional than I ever realized I ever was. And I cry at the drop. Like I'm watching a Disney movie or something. It's like, oh my word, it's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Also on Wednesday today, June 1st, today is the deadline for people who have declared, underclassmen anyway, who have declared for the NBA draft to pull out and retain their collegiate eligibility. There is an NBA deadline that's later, but don't worry about that. That's for international players. Um, Today is the deadline if you want to come back and maintain your collegiate eligibility. As of when we're recording this, which is about 10 p.m. Central Time on uh, Tuesday night, uh, we're still waiting on some big names. Uh, Trevor Keels from Duke is still out there. Drew Timmy from Gonzaga and a few others. And so, um, pack any, anybody you're watching with special interest to see what, what they decide to do or maybe somebody that already uh, made a decision today? Yeah, well, Kills can stay in the draft. We don't want him coming back. Uh, but, no, I think you mentioned the big name, Drew Timmy. I think everybody's kind of got their eyes on him because, obviously, he's a very talented player. He's very skilled, makes a huge difference for Gonzaga. And, you know, as a Carolina fan, with him potentially back in the picture at Gonzaga, that's just another team that's a threat and potentially stands in the way of a national championship. So. Yeah. As far Absolutely. as I'm concerned, he can stay in the NBA draft too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's that from the like we want to beat you side, but from a college basketball side, man, we 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 talked about it early on in this offseason, but NIL really really is bringing a lot of the like uh, earlier on Tuesday, uh, another um, 
another guard from another Carolina rival, Terquavion Smith from NC State, said he was coming back. I, you got to think the Wolfpack dropped the bag on that one to get that dude back to school. He's a first-round <laughs> pick, uh, yeah. no-brainer, and so that's well, super interesting. I think they probably had to drop the bag. Keats is – I don't <laughs> think it's any secret he's on the hot seat. So yes. you better get some dudes in there that can play some ball. And then, well, they've had some guys. They've just got to start winning. But Yeah. Isn't Keats on the hot seat every year, it seems like? <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> uh, and not just him. It's every NC State coach. You know, it's Godfrey. Yeah. It's Keats. It's – um, who was the Sydney Lowe? Sydney Lowe, yes, with his red coat. Yes. <laughs> hey, it worked that one ACC tournament, but then uh, yes. I think he used up all the magic in that one weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are here specifically today to start rolling through the roster. We're going to do that every Wednesday. We're going to roll through the first the the freshmen the first four Wednesdays of this. And so today, as Pac said, we are starting with Jalen. Washington, as he already said, from Gary, Indiana. Pack, why don't you uh, just give us a little more bio, just biographical info on our man Jalen? Yeah, so uh, like we said, he's from Gary, Indiana, which is promising. Carolina's had some solid big man from the state of Indiana before. Yes, sir. Uh, six, six foot ten, 210 pounds, so he's got a good build. The wingspan on, on Jalen is off the charts. So he's six foot ten, but he's got the seven four wingspan, which is it's awesome. Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jalen plays for the West Side High School there in Gary, Indiana. His AAU team, I love this name, Mean Streets. Yes. That's a pretty cool name. You, know, you see a lot of like basic names, but that I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially then, in this day and age where we see all like Team CP3 or Team Bradley Beal, you know, all that stuff. It's like, dude, I love just a, a, a awesome name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, cool. it's original. It's, it's, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's great. So Yeah. And so Jalen, so his rankings, I'll just break those down for you real quick. Uh, with ESPN, he's ranked 37th. With Rivals, 49th. The 247, he's 60th, but the 247 composite, he's 43rd. So we're kind of across the board there, like anywhere between 37 and 60. Yeah. Which, uh, man, that's always a good – those are those guys you look at and think, hey – this guy might be around for a couple of years, and that, that gets me excited uh, in this day and age of people leaving all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know, the rankings to me are probably a little bit skewed. Uh, yeah. He's obviously battled some injuries. And I think if we were talking about a fully healthy Jalen Washington – we would be talking about the rankings being a little bit differently. Absolutely. Um, and that's, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but I do think that his injuries probably hindered him a little bit, but still, I mean, to go through two ACL tears and be right here, that's pretty promising. And we know the type of young man that he is. He's, he's going to bounce back nicely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I'm with you of that same opinion. Like if he is healthy all through high school, but, I mean, obviously that ha that has to be part of the equation, right? Because because it is part of the equation. It's real life. Um, but if, if those ACLs aren't part of the equation, I think this dude is top twenty, probably. Like from a skill and IQ basketball IQ standpoint, yeah, you're right, right on about that. Uh, what about uh, his commitment and, and other schools that were courting him? Yeah, so um, he committed July 9th of two thousand and twenty one. And the so just about a year ago, 11 months ago. Yeah. 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 And so Carolina, I think he stated before, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Carolina is a dream school for him. 
Um, the other schools involved with his commitment, like the, the main schools were Stanford and Purdue, which Purdue's your in-state program. Um, so, and I'm really surprised that like Notre Dame or the Hoosiers weren't kind of on top of him, but you know, I found some stuff about like early on. I mean, I think this was, I can't even remember what year this was. I found a, a Notre Dame message board as I was doing some of our research for today. And they were talking about him early, like since he was just right down the road. Um, clearly from this other list of schools, he was strongly considering Purdue. I mean, uh, you know, strong programs there. Obviously Stanford got <laughs> got to be pretty smart to go there. Um, <laughs> as we know, Jalen is his class salutatorian. And um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, lots of lots of interesting stuff there. So absolutely. And we know that he's going to be a good big man because it seems like Carolina and Purdue are always the two schools all over all the good big men in the country. And so if those two schools are pursuing him, he's got he's going to be good. Yes, absolutely. And and yeah, what you um, were remembering about Carolina being his dream school, that's um, when, when he and I chatted, oh gosh, what is that, a, a week or two ago now, um, he said, yeah, I mean, it was essentially a no-brainer for me that this is the school I've always loved. And um, so, and, and even though, as Pac said, everyone listening, that it was down to Purdue and Carolina and Stanford, this dude has a whole host of people offering him. Um, don't, we don't want you to hear us saying it's just those three, but that that's who he had narrowed it down to. And so, yeah, love that. It's awesome that he wants, as coach Davis has said, I, I want guys that want to be here. And uh, very clearly he has bought into that vision. Yes, absolutely. So um, for those wanting to go uh, find Jalen out in social media world, he is on, on Twitter and Instagram by, by his own admission. He's much more active on Instagram than on Twitter. Um, and so, uh, but on Twitter, he is at Jalen underscore W13. And then on Instagram, it's W period, like not spelled out period, like period underscore Jalen, J-A-L-E-N. So make sure you go and give our man a follow on all the social medias. Well, we're going to start diving into talking more about Jalen's game, what he brings to the table, who he is as a person, all of that kind of good stuff in just a moment. But first, let me tell you all about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's almost impossible uh, for local auto parts stores to carry everything that you need at a moment's notice. And so um, why not just use rockauto.com from your own computer, wherever you're listening or watching this uh, podcast today, and you can just get on to rockauto.com and uh, find what you're looking for there because their inventory is stacked. They got it all. Plus, when you go into the store, you got to figure out all the, the make and model and trim and then tell the tell the customer service person and then they got to go look it up and see if they, it's ridiculous don't go through all that plus rock auto is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years that level of consistency is something you can believe in rock auto prices are reliably low all the time for every customer and their inventory again has everything that you need so go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. While you're there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your vehicle will ever need. That's rockauto.com. 
We've also got an important favor to ask of you as we get into the summer. Uh, and by we, I mean Locked On. Uh, Locked On has put together a survey to help us learn more about listeners like you, viewers like you, and to help make your favorite Locked On show, like Locked On Tar Heels, even better than they already are. So this is an opportunity to tell us what you like and what you hate uh, about Locked On Podcast. Like, for example, uh, Pack and I were talking about just before we got on, there was a guy that left a comment that was like, terrible podcast with like 80 million exclamation points at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. You can say that, but then tell us why. We need to know why so that we can make it not a terrible podcast. Um, and so go to lockedonpodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes a survey is going to qualify for a chance to win one of $1,000 Ticketmaster gift cards that you could use on a, a Carolina sporting event or whatever you want to do. So take our audience survey, go to lockedonpodcast.com slash survey. Thanks so much for your help and would love to see some listeners and viewers of Locked on Tar Heels win some of those gift cards. So, Pac, let's get right back into talking about Jalen here and, and let's start with his strengths. Obviously, um, he's going to have a bunch of them because he is a essentially top 50 uh, recruit in his class and so he's going to have a bunch of strengths, but obviously we'll also have some things to work on. But let's start with the positive. Uh, we, we like to always frame it in this way. Jalen Washington could play in college already right now today because of this skill. Well, I think he's a great face-up player. He's, mm. he's great with the ball in his hands, facing the basket. He's tough to guard. He's got a, he's got a, basically he sets everything up with a jab step and how you react is basically determines what he does. Um, he and you know if you respect the step then he's going to pull up and if you don't respect the step then he's going to blow by you and so he does a really good job with that out of his face-up game and then I see him fulfilling almost a Brady Manic-esque role in the fact that he can really shoot the ball he's got a quick release he's got a high release he can do some pick and pop he would be great as a trail four um, so he's got just so many, so many things to like about his game. And on top of that, he's got a high IQ. Um, Jalen, and we'll talk about this more in a little bit. He's not going to blow you away or kill you with his athleticism. He's just not. I, but where he's really strong is he's a smarter basketball player than you. And he sets himself up for success that way. Yeah, man. So I, I'm so many great things you said there. I, I've been tracking with that too. I feel like I saw so many highlights of him as that trail four, like would either get the rebounds, uh, get an outlet to start the break or um, would like be the, um, would throw the ball, get the ball inbounds, the inbounds guy. I couldn't think of the phrase. Would inbounds <laughs> the ball and be the trail four and just pull up and drain a three. And as you've said, like, um, well, you haven't said this yet. We're going to get to it in just a second. So I'll, I'll, I'll save that. But, um, man, you get Baycott down the floor, establishing himself in the paint in transition. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Washington and just like, Oh crud, here we go. And he's going to pop it on you. Like brilliant. Yeah. I love to see that. Um, and so, um, we, we love to see 
see these new, new big guys are shining about Jalen Washington. Well, he's got a very high release point, which it's not just what I like. That's what the NBA likes. It's it's a high release, and Bingo. he ha- yeah exactly, which that means a lot more than what I like. Uh, but he also does a great job. He's got a quick release, and man, his jumper is just smooth. And what's cool about him is pretty rare to see someone with his length to have that smooth of a jump shot. You don't see that very frequently. And so that's, that's really, really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like as I want, you know, so many big guys, it's clear. It's like, yes, this is a big guy that that's worked on his shot, but it's, it's so awkward, like a deer that just came out of its mother, you know, like, (laughs) <laughs> not figuring out how to use its limbs, but, um, you know, they just stop and shove it at the goal or something. But with, with Washington, man, it is nice. It looks mm-hmm. natural. It looks like an actual basketball shot. You know, he gets good, good height on his jump. It, it looks repeatable to me. And that, I mean, goodness, that's something, you know, so important is can you repeat this motion and this form and, and all the fundamentals of it over and over and over again? And, and to me, his shot is that when, when yeah. I look at it. And that makes me really excited about it. You, talk, you talked about um, his pick and roll game, his ability to pick and pop um, or do other things. Um, how do you think that could be beneficial for the Tar Heels? Well, you know, if, if the mold continues that Hubert used, he – you know, first of all, you kind of mentioned it in the, the trail four spot. He'll be the inbounder. He's going to be basically coming down the floor. Well, that's an option. Just hit him and let's go. But in the actual half-court setting, Coach Davis has ran a lot of horn sets, which is bringing, mm. you know, Baycott and Jalen up, and it's set, using them in a ball screen scenario where the guard can use either way. And then off of that, you know, you see him popping a lot. And so – uh, which goes back to that Brady Manic-esque type role. Yep. Um, I see him thriving in that. I see that that being the biggest, you know, a, a huge success point for him and setting him up for success on the court because that's what he offers. He spaces the floor. And yeah. That, and, that's, and, yeah. It, I was just going to say that just sets up so well for Carolina because especially with Baycott or even – not just him specifically, but a presence like him that commands his presence in the post, which is going to open things up for Jalen or anyone else that can stretch the floor in that position. But if you respect that, then to the flip, it opens up Baycott. So it just works yeah. out well for Carolina. <laughs> Boy, yeah, that, that give and take. Um, again, I, I know I've said his name before. I think I said it when we talked about Gigi Jackson, but Jabari Smith uh, from Auburn this year, mm-hmm. who's – you know, in the conversation for number one pick in the draft this year, like has so much of that similar ability. I love it. And, you know, you, you talked about both his uh, Jalen's face up game and his kind of that those horn sets. And um, I feel like with so many big guys, we talk about their face up game, but it's within five feet of the basket. They turn and face and, and can make a move from there with Jalen. If you haven't watched his highlights, folks, go go watch it. You'll see over and over again. He comes uh, up from um, the post, just gets a normal pass, not even in pick and roll action, gets that pass, 
just north of the of the free throw line, turns and faces and gets that jab step that Pack you talked about. And a lot of times he just drains that, you know, 17 footer or whatever he wants to hit. Mm-hmm. It's, it looks nice. It's so smooth. So, uh, okay. Now we're, we're gushing over our man Jalen right now. Let's, let's bring him back down to earth a little bit. What, <laughs> what are some of the potential weaknesses or holes in his game at this point? Well, I think it goes without saying the injuries that he's been battling, um, is, it's not a weakness per se. It's just unfortunate, but because of them, I think we're, we're talking about lateral quickness and ability to move laterally, um, especially in today's game. You know, I, I, I can tell you for sure that if I was coaching against him, I'm going to put him in the pick and roll and let's see if we can exploit that. And maybe we can't, and maybe Jalen steps on the floor in college and he does a great job. But right now the question mark is, where is his lateral quickness at and his ability to do that? Um, And I think that's something I do want to touch on this. It's something that will be there over time. I I have no doubt about that because the type of kid that he is and his work ethic, he's going to get there, but immediately I would be testing it if I was coaching against him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if it's little league or or rec basketball or whatever, you're not going to like pick on the kid, but this is D one college basketball. Of course, of course we're going to exploit a weakness, even if it's an injury. And so, uh, Jalen, if he's going to stay on the court is going to have to prove that he's healthy and, and able to, to defend, um, in, in ball screen action, he's going to have to be able to switch and do all the things that, uh, the modern day big man can do. And, you know, I, we, we've seen a, a bad example of this recently with Sterling Manley, who was just never really able to overcome his injuries. Do you, I mean, two ACLs, that, I, that's, that's not easy. It's, it's certainly overcomable. Do you see him uh, doing that? Do you think he'll be able to be healthy enough to be a, a contributor? Or is it going to take two or three years to get there? No, I, I absolutely see him being able to be a contributor right away, actually. Um, I think he's going to – he's kind of my dark horse. I think he's going to really surprise some people this year, and he's going to play a significant role on Carolina's basketball team. I think maybe more so than any other freshman. I I would be willing to say that at this point. And and why do you think that is, Pac? Well, for one, we're pretty much set in our guard play to an extent. I think – don't get me wrong. I think Trimble's going to play a role, especially with um, spelling Caleb Love and RJ here and there. But where we've got to grow as a team is we've got to be able to rest Baycott and we've got to be able to rest, you know, whoever's coming in and fulfilling that four spot, whether that's Puff or whether that's somebody from the portal, we don't know yet, but yeah. I think Jalen's going to fill that role. And I don't think he's going to just be a stretch four like we're talking about. I think he's going to play with his back to the basket some and and do some of that. But I think he offers that for Carolina right off the bat. I really do. I have that much faith and confidence in him. Man, that's great. Yeah, and he's going to have to add some bulk to that frame if he wants to be uh, that five, or whether it's traditional five or small ball five. Like, uh, But – as I look at his frame, uh, I mean, he looks like somebody that um, can support that more, more muscle, more mass, more weight, whatever it may be. Um, and so, yeah, the, this question that Pac brings up is, 
Um, basically, Jalen's going to... It's funny because on offense, he's going to thrive in the pick and roll game. And mm-hmm. on defense, that's where he's a potential liability and is going to have to prove himself there so that he doesn't get relegated to the bench. Um, and in, in the way the game is today, that's, that's just true. We see centers get pick and rolled out of NBA games all the time and become liabilities. So uh, yep. we're going to see it. But as Pac said, he and I both believe that Jalen's going to be able to do that. He's a hard worker. He gets after it. He wants it. And, uh, and that's something we expect to see. Well, we do want to talk more about Jalen the person. Um, just some neat things we see there. Some, some comparisons we see to uh, maybe some former Tar Heel players, some NBA players. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. So you can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the NBA Finals starting tomorrow, Thursday. Who you got, Pac? Who's winning? I think the Warriors in six. Yeah, man, I'm with that. But just to be different, I'll say Warriors in five, <laughs> which is not all that different. But man, yeah, I think we talked about it last week too, but they're just, I just don't see any this. Celtics are playing well, but Warriors are on fire. Uh, yeah. All right, so we got the NBA Finals plus Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even futures for next year's NFL season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering info from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Well, uh, so this is something Pac and I have done every time we've discussed a player, broken down a player, previewed a player, whatever it is. And I know this is a complete inexact science, but we're going to do our best. And uh, I'll just go ahead and pull back the curtain a little bit. We had trouble deciding on a Carolina comparison for Jalen. And so it's kind of a, uh, a Frankenstein player. I feel like we've put together here a little bit, Pac, right? What do, what do you think? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I really like, and you know this because we had these conversations, but I struggled with, with who to go with, you know, for as far as a UNC comparison. And what I ended up deciding and uh, was, was actually recommended by you, and it was kudos to you for, for figuring this out, but Luke May. And I think that he's a good comparison just based on skill set because Luke May could stretch the floor. He could shoot the basket, shoot the basketball. He was good in the face up. Uh, Now what Luke doesn't have is Jalen's height. He doesn't have Jalen's length. He doesn't have Jalen's rebounding ability, (laughs) Uh, but it's the closest comparison. It's the closest Tar Heel comparison we can find for as, as far as style of play goes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's more where this comparison lies is is style of play, right? Luke is not the overwhelming athlete that's going to out, out athlete you. Um, mm-hmm. But um, Pac, who are some of the other um, people we mentioned that just have little bits of pieces of their game or, or maybe their body type that we thought um, Jalen reminded us of? Sure. Yeah. I thought uh, one of the guys that stood out to me was Jawad Williams. Um, and I think that had Jawad played in a more modern era of basketball, he might actually be the perfect comparison, but we really don't know because as we know, you know, when Roy Williams came in, it was three out, two in, back to the basket type stuff. And so we really don't know what that would have looked like. But I also thought Deion Thompson too. Yeah. And I think 
Dion is comparable in the sense that he came in in that somewhere in that 40 to 60 recruit range and just turned into just a four-year Carolina guy. And I believe until Leakey passes it up this year, he's played in more Carolina games than anyone else. And I kind of – I don't want to say I don't think Jalen will you know, go to the NBA draft, but I foresee that for Jalen. I think he's going to be a four-year Carolina guy and be a four-year contributor, not, not a mm. guy that contributes his last two years, but four years. And so I see little bits and pieces all over uh, the Carolina – past that remind me of Jalen yeah man that's great what about at the NBA level who who would you see uh, uh, Jalen Washington's game in yeah I so I went with Kevin Love here and I think you nailed it on the head earlier he's not going to beat you with athleticism and that's Kevin Love to me where Kevin Love is going to beat you is with his IQ and that's the same way that Jalen is Jalen the more I watch Jalen, the more I think that he has an extremely high IQ for the game. He's smart. He never forces the issue. He always makes the right play. And so a lot of that stuff reminds me of Kevin Love because that's yeah. how he tailored his game. And he obviously turned out to be pretty successful with it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. And also, folks, do not be mistaken and hear us saying that Jalen Washington is not athletic. This dude is athletic. Go watch him dunk the basketball a couple times. It's just yeah. when you compare him to some of the top-end elite athletes, he's just not in that tier. So when we say that, just that is the, the, the frame in which we're talking about it. So That's um, a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just I just want to make sure everybody's always hearing the context in which we say these things. Uh, Jalen's going to run circles around me as an athlete. <laughs> hear that. So, yeah. um, Paco, why are you excited for Jalen Washington to be part of this team? Man, I'm excited for Jalen because, as I mentioned earlier, I think he's going to be a contributor right off the bat. I really do. And, you know, Hubert Davis has came out and said before, you're going to get a chance. You know, everyone on his roster is going to get a chance. And I truly believe Jalen's going to get a chance. And I believe he's going to prove his, you know, he's going to earn his minutes and, and prove himself to, to Coach Davis and to his team. And so I think he's going to contribute right away. I think he's going to be a great fit for the team. And the maybe the most exciting thing about him, the dude is a true Tar Heel. Like, if you look at him as a person and who he is and what he represents, that's North Carolina. He's a – yeah. He's a great teammate. He's a fantastic young man. Um, if anyone on here has listened to his interview with you, I believe it was last week, yeah, you can yeah. tell right off the bat the dude is just a fantastic kid. And so um, I, I, anytime we get high-quality players and high-quality people in the program, then as a Carolina fan, it's got to make you proud. And uh, having him definitely makes me proud. Yeah, like I, I'm with you. He's just somebody you just want to root for. Like you – even if he wasn't a Tar Heel, I feel like he's the type of guy that I'm like, man, I just want to see you succeed. I want to see you overcome these injuries. And mm-hmm. speaking of which, I feel like if he does, he could be one of the steals of this recruiting class. Like, um, and I don't just mean for Carolina, I mean nationally. Like, if if he is able to get get through these ACLs, um, my goodness, the, the skill set that's already there, the high IQ that you've talked about, if he can combine healthy body with all those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Pat, here's my question for you. You talked about this earlier, and I, I wanted to ask you this before we get out of here today. Um, yeah. You talked about these big guys that have come from Indiana. So we got Eric Montross, 
I'm going to give you Sean May, and I'm going to give you Tyler Zeller. All three of them, big guys that came from Indiana that won a national championship at Carolina. Eric Montross in 93, Sean May in 05, and then Tyler Zeller in 09. If you're starting a basketball team around one of these three guys, who are you taking? Sean May. <laughs> Sean May. I yeah, love exactly. it. Why so? So, first of all, there's a little bit of bias in this because – I was, I'm going to give away my age here. I was born in 93. <laughs> well, 05, I was 12 years old for that national championship. So that's like right when I was just, I loved Carolina basketball, but that's when it just like over the moon in love with Carolina basketball. And that was Sean May and that was Raymond Felton and Jackie Manuel and those guys. And so even, I know this is going to sound crazy, but Sean May is my favorite big man of all time, even over Tyler Hansborough and, Kennedy Meeks and even Baycott. I just love Sean May. And so that, that to me is a no brainer. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, you stole my answer and this time I'm not going to be contrarian. I'm just going to roll with it. I was going to say Sean May as well. I just, the way he started dominating games down the stretch of his junior year was just like, my word, what it is reminds again, so similar to what Baycott was doing. Uh, down the stretch this past season. Love love that. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, Mr. Pat Kilby, is Jalen Washington going to be the next big guy from Indiana to bring home a natty? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do and, and it. There's a, the, the cool thing is there's a chance for multiple natties. <laughs> I believe the future is that bright. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on, you know, obviously there's, there's clear, I mean, there's proof that it's possible this upcoming season, uh, depending on how Jalen in particular and, and others are able to help replace Brady. Uh, but man, all the the puzzle pieces are there and hopefully can fall into place. And then as you said, the cupboard is full for the years to come as well. Absolutely. Well, Pac, any parting words? I mean, goodness, I don't know that we need to say any more than we're going to win a national championship, but you got anything else? <laughs> no, that's 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 it, man. Man, it's going to be great. Jalen Washington, part of a class of four Tar Heels coming in. And uh, next week when Pac and I get together, we're going to talk about another one of them. Uh, Pac, uh, why don't you pick who you want to do next? I want to break down Tyler Nichols. Let's do it next week. We're going to talk. About him. Yes. Uh, Tyler Nickel, great dude. We just talked with him last Friday on the show. Uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> great, great dude to talk to. Yeah, that'll be fun. So next Wednesday, Coach Pat Kilby and I will break down Tyler Hick, Tyler Hickle, Tyler Nichols game <laughs> and uh, prepare you for who he will be and what role he'll play this upcoming season. But as for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels, that's it. Coming up tomorrow on the show, I'm going to talk with uh, John Garcia Jr. as we do every week about some college football recruiting, several more uh, potential rec recruits who have been to Chapel Hill from the class of 23. Thanks so much for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please, if you would, go and subscribe to the show We're, uh, wherever it is, whether listen or watch. We're just inching, inching up on the YouTube. It's crazy. I have this nuts goal of hitting 5,000 subscribers by the time of the first football game. I don't know if it's going to happen, but why not? Let's throw it out there in the world. 
You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow Pack on the show at Coach underscore K23. Make sure to go do that. And you can follow me at Isaac Shade, I-S-A-A-C-S-C-H-A-D-E. Now, let me encourage you to make Locked on NBA Big Boards your second listen of the day. As earlier in the show, Wednesday, June 1st is the day uh, where we're going to know who of the underclassmen is pulling out definitively, and so that's going to give these guys a lot to talk about. But Rafael Barlow and his whole crew give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, latest rankings, draft boards, and of course, all the big boards. Make sure you check it out. Follow Locked on NBA Big Boards every day on the Odyssey app or anywhere else that you listen or watch podcasts. Thanks so much for spending part of your Wednesday talking with me, talking with Coach Pat Kilby about Jalen Washington. It's going to be a fun dude to watch play basketball. You know what? It's always a great day to be a target. But until tomorrow, peace.